Donald Glover to play every black person in sci-fi. Because it got to be him or um, John David Washington. Cause John Boyega. Hmm. Oh, what? Okay, so he goes to one Black Lives Matter rally and you guys want to cancel him? Nah, he already him? did no. Star Wars. Now he's going to go and do Star Trek. Wars, he can't be, he can't, the they won't let him, the fandom won't let him do that. Yeah, Disney the fandom, not not Disney, the fandom won't let him know. jump. I don't know. Ship. I don't know. I mean, no, fandom might because depending on Star Trek, he 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 his star, he can he might be. Able First, to they didn't give him a lightsaber in Star Wars. Then he don't take his nigga eyes in Star Trek. <laughs> hey, for what it's worth, I think he sees more than the rest of us. Mm. Yeah. With that, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode of Escaping Podcast, the best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between, and y'all. The- Oh, you added a little uh, little extra on the end. Oh, yeah, because I got this bang in my life. So do I. Today's um, uh, episode brought to you by, not bang, but we're drinking it. Yeah, uh, my flavor is Radical Skedaddle. What does it taste like? Radical sk- Skedaddle. Uh, okay, that's one of your people's words, and I don't know if I can say it. No, Mine is Black word. Cherry Vanilla. Oh, super, nope, super That's my stripper name. Super. <laughs> <laughs> and by everything yeah. in between, he means the spaces between Jordy's eyes. Is it normal? We've only seen it once, but he, he didn't want those eyes. Word. As always, I'm your host, Daniel Rojas, joined by... Kels for Show, a.k.a. LL Cool K, a.k.a. Ladies Love Cool Kels. I hate everything about this. Word. So this is um actually a very interesting episode because we, we missed last week entirely, folks, so you're getting this as your second episode this Wednesday. Or Thursday. Oh, yeah. One of these days. You, this week, you in double the action. Double dose. Double escaping. Double yo. And uh, double um, double the love. Double the love. And double Dutch. And um, double uh, Is that dragons. racist? I, it might be. No, I think about because everything low-key be racist here, so. When she did the... Uh, is, that, is that the hell you want to die on shit? <laughs> <laughs> Uno. Uh, we're talking about... Um, not on the show today, but right now, we were just talking about a show Kelsey got me on yes. this past weekend. A black lady sketch show. Fucking so good. Hell yeah, man. Funny is as funny does. Oh my god. Because that's what a lot of people might, like I said, might be reluctant by the title. That's why I don't, if I, that's why I played it while I was saying it. I was just want to see reaction without having preconceived notions. Right. And then you get into it, be like, oh, word. Then it's like, why don't, why is there, this is better than SNL, but guess oh. what? A lot of shit is. Okay, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> such a low bar. But then there were parts where one of the, la- one of the ladies on the show, um, I believe it's uh, the lady who created it. What's her name again? I can't tell Something you. Something Phoebe. The light skinned one? Yes. Yes. The one who Robin. Did, yes, yeah. Robin. Yeah, uh, and she's uh, she does these guy characters that are just as good as Key and Bill doing like some Megan shit. Yes. Uh, if not better. Exactly. Like, just say I do. I. Bet. <laughs> Bet. For sickness or, or what is it? For, for, for better or worse. Who's picking worse? <laughs> In health or sickness and health. Who are these people picking sickness? Yo, that shit. Or when she was doing the the, the super woke black oh inspirational. Oh my god, pre PhD. The, the master class. I don't even like the word master. <laughs> 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 <Hell yeah. laughs> it's so fucking good. And then you've got you got T or Tamara. I'm not sure which one that was. You've also got the older sister from Smart Guy. The cat's name oh, is yeah. Taj Miauri. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That did happen. And then even the pastor, he's uh he's been in so much. Oh yeah, like we had um Angela Bassett on there. Um basically a lot of famous like um Patty LaBelle. Yeah, Patty LaBelle. They fucking got Patty LaBelle. And um old girl from Orange is New Black, the transgender shorty. Mm-hmm. She was on that episode too with yep. the bad bitch community. Like, there's a lot of prominent <laughs> black female faces and voices. He's a 
Issa Rae pops up in there shit too. But right. if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. It's on HBO and HBO Max. I can't wait for season two. Hopefully, we get that shit this year. Cause Dude, yeah, if you need a good laugh. Watch it. We all need a good laugh every now and then, and I just finished binging this one yesterday. So, because low key, I was about to binge that shit. The other night, I was like, nah, let me get this Doom Doom Patrol out my system so I can start <laughs> watching all this other shit I've been meaning to catch up on. But yeah. So in case you couldn't tell by us uh, talking about whatever we want to, Michelle's not here today. Yep. Hence, no intro. No intro. Ah, Ooh, fuck. Ooh. So maybe she is here. I. I they are a sneaky people. Uh, Women. (laughs) (laughs) The thoughts and ideas uh, presented here by Kelsey and myself do not necessarily represent that of the network or each other. Don't know why I said network that way, but here we are. So this is the finale of our um, Tainted Love series. Yes. Uh, Kelsey, what are we talking about? Um, Some of our favorite toxic, messy relationships in um, pop culture, like TV movies, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're bad, but they're bad in all the right ways. If you've been listening to the show, you know that sometimes in the end of these series, we do our the best of the worst. Our favorites of the the shitty or the um, incapable. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of places we can go with that. For real, I'm trying to like I'm trying to figure. I'm like, do I even know a bad one that I like? Like, I like seeing these people being a hot ass mess together. But then again, I didn't watch How I Met Your Mother. So. Fuck, from that show, man. That's one of those ones where <laughs> it just gets so fucking annoying. Yeah. Because you're like, at the end, no, I don't believe any of you deserve love except for maybe Marshall. Word. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Marshall, forgetting Sarah Marshall, starring Kristen Bell, as wifey right there. As well Fuck as that. Jason Siegel from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. No, I first want to know Jason Zico. That's a funny white boy. Like, he's cool. <laughs> he's cool as fuck. You know if you you know if you co-star in a Muppet movie, you're probably pretty. That all right. you had a hand in writing. You, you still need to watch the Muppets too. Tina Fey got this one. I am about to get into my Tina Fey appreciation bag right now. But yes, yeah, so forgetting Sarah Marshall, her and um, what's the name? Russell Brand. Russell Brand. I was about to say Brandon Ruff, but yeah, Russell Brand. <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was toxic, but it was entertaining. Because he was like one of the most popular rock stars in the world, and she was like a hit. Um, she was an actress. Actress. All this snow. Because he was also in the follow-up movie, Get Him to the Greek. Oh, that shit was in canon. It's the same universe. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit! It is. I forgot. But that boy wasn't. Was that Jonah Hill in that one? Jonah Hill was not. No, it was a great fucking movie. That was cool. Damn, I forgot about Get Him to the Greek. Oh, but yeah, that's time was, for a rewatch, Kels. Yeah, there's a lot of those re- I want to rewatch. Cat Dennis appreciation. When I first saw how smart she was, it was in that forty year old version, <laughs> <laughs> the unrated version. Smart. Like, hell yeah, genius IQ. You have an obsession with Cat Dennis. Cat who? Danines, is that how you said it? Yeah, like Danine. <laughs> yeah, I do, man. Like, I like pussies. Even if she had that Forrest Gump disease. I almost said Forrest Whitaker. And that's just his face. What that's is just Forrest how Gump disease? Having a big heart? Yeah. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. Risky business. <laughs> Fuck her to death. Get that heart rate up. <laughs> <laughs> so. It'd be like the Grinch, but in all the wrong ways. Kelsey, if you grew three sizes in any area, what would it be? Hmm, of my choice? Of your choice. Besides what I already could do? Mm. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be high. Uh, no, nah, I'd be muscle mass. I'd get bigger. <laughs> <In> my chest. 
I'm sorry. I've seen the way you dance. If your chest was like just yeah. big and popping, but your but your legs. I want weren't. a nice boosty. But here's the thing: your legs aren't. I don't need the legs. It's, it's just your chest. You seen so you, Lieutenant Dan? But here's what I'm saying: your arms are still the same. So you said your chest. Yeah. The rest of you still like your normal size. Yeah. <laughs> Getting these nice little C's fill this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go ahead and uh, get into the shit we were supposed to talk about. Tell me about one of your favorite toxic relationships. Uh, you and me. <laughs> Word. All right, moving on back to media. <laughs> um, that's, that's <laughs> so Laura and uh, Laura and Steve from uh, Family Matters. Oh, she used him whenever she wanted it. Oh, she yeah. used his inventions whenever she wanted. Yeah, and then she said, "Can you clone yourself and make him Stefan? Because I don't want to fucking be with you. I want to be with him." Yo, you are right. Oh my god. Yeah, that was that's pretty nasty for all the geeks out there like me growing up. Like, yo, only one, only thing you want to do is prove to the girl that you like that you can use your intelligence to make her happy and being all right. strong and quote unquote typical masculine in that sense isn't a necessity to be a good man and him just trying his darnest for years upon it's years darndest. to win her over and it never worked No, because she was not trying to see him like no. that but then oh but the then second boy, he got that, that formula boys ooh, Steve Urkel went to that clone machine clone self and gave that shadow clone that swag jitsu and that motherfucker came out all Stefan Raquel with all the drip and Laura couldn't do Nothing but pick her jaw up off the floor. Seriously. But then again, it was Steve all along. It was still him, but it was him without those restraints of his nerdiness and his condition. His glasses his... are gone. Exactly. That's the only thing you he need. He did the fucking... Um, the oh, cheetah, the, the trope. Like, the let fucking, me... oh, here comes my ponytail out. Here are my glasses. And now I'm hot. Unbuttoned. One Boop. button. What was that Freddie Prince Jr. movie? She's all She's that. All that yeah. She's all that. Yeah, it was <laughs> another toxic relationship. Or even like, uh, not can't hardly wait, but uh, not a teen movie. Like not another teen movie. Lose the button. Fuck. Hair. That girl wanted to fuck her look brother at, so look, much. Look at her apron. This small yeah. paint on it. She got glasses <laughs> and a fucking ponytail. <laughs> paint. And then like all the other, all the other candidates are like uh, fucking conjoined twins and, oh, yeah. and albino yeah. and. Yo, shout out to the nigga powder, always and forever in my heart. And you know what? Conjoined twins and albinos, you get your shine on. You, Yo, you do you. All right, we, we need to stay on topic because I'm about going over a whole. T- it's our podcast. Twin. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yo, so how does that work if one want to smash or the other one doesn't? You have to have a conversation. But still, though, who gets the side? Is it the alpha twin? I guess. Okay, Yo. I think when you're conjoined, there is no alpha twin. I'm saying, but if one of your heads don't want to be with that dude's head inside you, who gets the call if one of them wants it? Or does one get the front and the other one get the back door? Maybe. I don't know. But I think it's also like, uh, if you're conjoined with someone, you're obviously open about everything because you guys are shitting together. Yeah. Think about that. So if you have a conjoined twin and someone's like, oh, I want to fuck, you know, this one. This is such a weird fucking conversation. See, I told you I was trying to say We're towing a line, and I'm saying saying it has to be open communication Mm -hmm. and an understanding, because at that point, you're not going to get closer with anyone else than the person who's literally attached to you. And if that other person wants to get their smash on, as long as you both agree, I think it's fine. Word, but... Nope, what? Nah. I mean, but what if one really likes the Snyder Cut, and then the other one doesn't? Separate them. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I pull a pull a King Solomon and just right down the middle. <laughs> like no, don't do that to my baby. Nah, I cut that motherfucker. Cut, no. 
That one said that the Snyder Cut was worth it. Go ahead and get that kid out of here. Yo. But, all right, we'll talk about more <laughs> now in this episode of Yo, because I have some gripes. Because this shit sounds... They making this shit overly complicated after I heard what they're doing. Hold on. You know what? No, we do get into it. No, sorry. The right. people... This is this is the surprise to the people. They thought they were tuning in for a finale of our love episode. And here we are. Let's just, <clears> let's just do right, it. All right, so low-key, because if... It was supposed to be four parts or six parts or whatever. Then they said it's going to be four parts broken up because it's not, no longer going to be a three-hour movie. Then they're going to say now it's going to be a four-hour movie. But now they're saying it's going to be six chapters broken up into three parts, but it will be shown in a four-hour um, um, a four-hour entirety. So while you're watching it in four hours, it's going to be chapter one through six, but those chapters are going to be broken up into parts. And I'm like, that's dumb as fuck. Even just do it an hour, like an hour each week, give us four parts or break it up in the, break it up into chapters and give it to us that way. But then you're doing this and you're trying to tell people this is the format. That just sounds crazy. I want to, I want to go ahead and take a moment here. Um, now, for the faithful listener, you know how I'm smiling right now. You know how I'm feeling right now. Because maybe I called it all along that no. Zack Snyder should not have done this. No, no, it's, it's still it's still fine. I'm going to watch it, but like, just them trying to explain that. Like, y'all making it hard on the consumer. You should have just kept it to four parts. But do you want to try to snake Marvel? Because you know if you were to drop these four parts, you have to contend with Winter Soldier and Wanda. For four weeks, or you just could have gave us it in a one because they have no movie. they have no more moves because there's no more moves. And guess what? Now they just announced that at the end of the movie, there's gonna be a surprise cameo hero. I'm like, cool, but that don't mean shit because it's an alternate universe and there's nothing coming out of that. Yeah, so I don't give a fuck if it's Stanley reincarnated. That don't mean Billy Squad. <laughs> if there's not gonna be anything after this, <laughs> so it's like, all right, that's cute, but just make it. Solid. It's um, it's uh, fucking who? Who were the ones from um the the Teen Titans Go movie? Oh, the challengers are the only. Yeah, yeah, that's what's gonna yeah, be. Low key, it kind of pop up in Doom Patrol, but I don't know if I haven't seen that yet. I know there's some characters that come from space, but their names are similar, but it's not them. But I'm just like, it could have been them because DC owns all that. So maybe there's another random group of space explorers that's more in the Doom Patrol lore than I'm familiar with because I'm barely know okay, outside the surface level. But yeah, why? Why would you? Uh, I mean, okay, I can say why would you do that, but then again, we also see with the Scarlet Vision, Shalom uh, Dubin, Agnes, and Agatha. Same person. Maybe it's just a play on it. Maybe they don't have all their memories. They have space madness. Space spores. Space spores. Yeah, like uh, um, space vegetation, like a spore, like affects these two dudes. So that's why they didn't age. But they've been there oh. forever. But then the, there's the cosmonaut Russian bitch. She has the same type of negative alien that uh, what you call his name, negative Larry's man. has in him. And she mastered that shit in like five years in space. He's like, she's like, so when you master yours? He's like, then she's like. Oh, you haven't, and you've been, and he been having that shit for like sixty years. And she's like, I've had it for a week. And he was like, And you mess, y'all are harmonious. Uh, yeah, we talk. And that's one thing too about watching Doom Patrol. I just keep forgetting how tragic this motherfucking Larry's story is. This is like the saddest one of everybody's. Maybe outside. I of- know Cliff literally had his wife and kid who he just got back die in a car accident. Well, just the wife, the the daughter's oh, alive. That's right, the daughter. But yeah, with the make, fucking all this shit with Larry is mostly his fault too for being. Detached, yeah. not anything with him being in the closet, but just like. So you wouldn't call Crazy Jane's uh, storyline more of a tragic story, especially since it's all to protect the kid and the origin of what was happening to that kid. I would still go with Negative Man, just because like a lot Did of. Did you just call him Native Man? 
Negative. Negative. That's a negative, man. Uh, but just a lot of his stories, <laughs> like, yo, this. But then again, like you said, like, all of them are fucking tragic. Even Cyborg's, but not in the comparison to, like. Ah, Cyborg is But Cyborg getting, fucked, getting pussy right now, too. Oh. Hopefully he's wearing a. There's, um, there's a Starsky and Hutch type scene gagging this because Robot Cliff is like, goes on this. He thinks Vic took him out to do some patrolling and shit. They're just trying to get some sandwiches for this bitch. And Clint's like, no, we could be like undercut. We could be like superior, like, like, like stone and, oh, no, we say stone and rock because I'm Cliff. No, no, you're Vic, no, stone. No, oh, fuck. No, stone and steel because he's Vic Stone and he Cliff Steel or whatever. That's right, right. Then he goes into this whole 70s montage, like starts getting, yeah, his head at his hip. I was like, if y'all give me a whole series of this shit, I will fucking watch it because it was, it was Awesome, but anywho, yeah. So, <laughs> I guess as far as toxic relationships go, talking about Doom Patrol, I'd say the whole team's relationship with the professor. The chief? The chief. A.K.A., yeah, basically Professor X. But, but the way more dick is... Like, if Professor X created uh, the X-Men to figure out a way to see Legion, but without telling nobody and acting like every, every way they became a mutant, but then again, you only Which is closer to 1610, Professor, if you have to compare it to anyone. Oh, yeah. Except, wasn't it Wolverine in Earth 1610 that created the uh, the mutants? Unbeknownstly, um, yeah. yeah. They injected it with some, the, the Canadian super soldier serum, and somehow, them doing that... They put Bill syrup in his veins? And then that, when he breathed out, exhaled all that um, carbon monoxide, went into the atmosphere with the mutant spores, and they started manipulating the genome. I don't know how they even work. I got the comic books in Ultimate Origin. I got the comic books, too. It still don't make no it, sense it, how it, you injected one man, and that just activates shit. Yeah, but comic books. Yeah, And that's another toxic relationship. Sometimes a relationship with comic books. Yeah. Because sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll jerk you around and not in a fun way. You're right. Who do you have on your list, Kelsey? Uh, now that we're 30 minutes into this episode? Um, Laura Zed and Rita Repulsa. Low key, when Laura Zed came on the scene in Power Rangers, this motherfucker was the illest nigga since Freddy Krueger to me personally. Like, that motherfucker's design, the pink muscle, the anti-anium vibranium skeleton, the Cyclops vase. The Cyclops that nigga was the devil. He had a staff that turned to a serpent. A straight up snake. Why? I don't know. Power Rangers. Because Moses is a good story. Yeah, I love it. I'm not about to get into that shit right now. But yeah, and Lord Zed was so evil that they had to dumb him down like they did with Goldar because all like the Christian Mama Coalition group of whiny bitches had to complain like, please give me my kids nightmares. And I'm like, duh, bitch, he's the bad guy. He's supposed <laughs> to be scary. Your kids are supposed to be fearful. No, and plus no. it's a Saturday morning. That nigga still woke shook from Saturday morning to Saturday night. But yeah, I'm like you can't you can't stop a bad guy from being a bad guy. So they took one of the most sensitive characters in like kids cartoons. Uh, yeah, talk about the voice, Power Rangers. That's my Lord's there right there. Evil, some shit like that. But yeah, it was he was cold. But then he banished Rita because Rita wasn't getting his job done. But then Rita got out, and then when Lord's there had to go on his Odin sleep shit, he had to recharge his evil battery. <laughs> they concocted some potion and put it in his bloodstream and made him fall in love with Rita. And that's how he got pussy work and dumped out it. They all <coughs> teamed up together to be the Jay-Z and Beyonce of evildoers. And they started wreaking havoc on the Power Rangers. So then who's Kanye in that situation? Oh, Godard. There it is. Because he had wings. No, I don't like that. That's a little key kind of racist subconsciously now that I think about it. But anywho, I said it. Jesus. Monkeys. <laughs> no, hey, 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 h
And Goldar used to fuck the Power Rangers up on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. Dude. He didn't need Rita. He did. He was like, I'm the one y'all should be watching out for. Reals. and But then, you know, that's Power Rangers. I love them, man. It's, it's, they still go hard. And the comic book right now, Lord Zed, is either eviler now because they have a divergent storyline. And he about to pop off with some new shit. And also, they had just introduced the identity of the new Green Ranger in the book. And if you've been reading comic, um, Power Rangers comic books, you pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you already knew who it was going to be. Is a reason why this character was even introduced in the first place, and I'm fine with it. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Sure, sure, but yeah, you've been reading it for a while. Oh yeah, since Jump Street. That's right. Since yeah. What about you? Who else is on your list? Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, this is not a romantic relationship. <coughs> oh shit! But it's one of my favorites, since favorites is also on the list Word. of toxic relationships, and that is JD and the janitor from Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all about to tell you about to say JD and Doctor Cox. It's also a close one, but that's like love hate. And not even like love hate. It's like mentor, mentee, like tough love. That's sure, like sure. Love, but love. there were times when Doctor Cox was just a straight up asshole. Oh, man. especially in the beginning. Oh my damn, gosh. That's, that's in my top fifty for sure too. Well, and you remember there was there was like <laughs> oh fuck, you remember there was that episode where uh, Doctor Cox tries to invite all these people over for like a football game and everyone bails on him, and then JD shows up, and he just sits there and Doctor Cox is just being a dick. And it's like, well, no wonder everyone fucking canceled on you. Look at you. Also, Dr. Cox and uh, Jordan, his wife, his ex-wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that um, Shorty from, what you call it? The Drew Carey Show. Cougar Town. Yeah. That, too. Yeah, she basically plays the same character on Cougar Town that she plays on. Yeah. Scrubs and then... I mean, Everything else. No, in, in Drew Carey Show, she was more of the, uh, she was the love interest. Yeah, 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 I wasn't counting. Holy Wait, I forgot shit. she was on Drew, because Cougar Town was my shit. But, oh, bird. yeah, because the damn truth. It was so many lyrics of Scrubs in a good way. Yeah. And like the consistency, but also there was a level where the janitor might have wanted to skin JD. Word. Yeah. So I'd give you that one. I don't know how much you get for that pelt, but all right. Do your thing. Oh, mm, yeah, someone, pasty. someone wants a Zach Braff pasty uh, shampoo. I'm about saying, like, I don't know how much that's going to go for in the market, but then again. Look at how sweaty he was throughout the whole show. That thing's got to be absorbent. I mean, if you get shit, nigga. Oh, man, it's too many jokes, too many jokes. Nope, make them. I'm just saying, if you had the opportunity to wear white skin, you could get in a lot of places you normally could. Oh, yeah. And they won't check you for weapons in most places. Ooh, Lovecraft like. Country. Yes. Mm. You could be up anywhere with a sun That's goes another down. one, too. <laughs> uh, main character's sister, the, the, the what is it, Letty's, uh, was it Letty? Um, the light-skinned shorty sister, or? Yeah. Are you talking about the one that was turning into the white woman? With that white magic. Uh-huh. Yo. And the toxic relationship she had. Yo, she's like, you a white woman turned to a white man to fuck me while I'm a white woman and a black woman? What's going on? Oh, everything is going on. Yo, if y'all haven't watched Lovecraft Country on HBO, HBO Max, yeah, it was definitely one of the best TV series of last year. Definitely in the top three, top five, top We two. better be getting more for that, man. Well, we, we gonna have to. Like, I mean, but that's the thing. Sometimes a show comes along and it's, it's so good. But maybe, and then it gets canceled. yeah. But maybe that's one thing too good uh, that can be benefited from that with COVID. Mm-hmm. It gives it time to let people write it out and set everything up the way they want okay. to, instead of like rushing. All out, like I said before about the Doctor Strange and Marvel movies moving right, forward. Right, now right. that they had time to rewrite and reshoot, now we're going to start getting a lot of extra shit in comparative in comparative to if we would have got everything when it came out. Because if everything came out, we already had. <laughs> Um, Doctor Strange 2, we would have had Eternals, we would have had Shang-Chi, Black Widow, we would have had Winter Soldier and the Falcon, we would have already had Wanda. Oh, yeah. What if even? Yeah, we'd be 
ankles deep in Loki or about to be with Loki. Well, and, and that's something that I do really, really fucking respect is Kevin Feige's taking the time to say, we had to rearrange. We're not putting anything out until it's ready. Yeah. So that way he doesn't have to do a Kevin Feige cut of a movie or a show in the future. <laughs> but that's the thing too, and that's the brilliance of Marvel. You could call it the Marvel method a la Stan Lee and Jack Kirby where they knew they had wiggle room. If you right. don't paint yourself into a box, then you won't have to worry about, oh shit, now this, now that. Here we go. And they've been doing that shit since fucking what was it, Civil War with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They gave him enough room and like, oh, we got that nigga back. Let's do it. In the movie. Here we go. Reshoots. Let's go. So, as far as disappointing shit goes, I watched a movie last night. Mm. You know I love my Miyazaki shit. Spirited Away, Totoro, Kiki, Howells. I still ain't watching. Castle in the Sky. Except for Princess Mononoke. That's the only one. Oh, Princess Mononoke is great. That shit used to give me nightmares. Ponyo? Oh, Ponyo. What is? Is that like fried tadpoles? But I watched a movie by Hayao Miyazaki's son. It's the first one they did in CGI. It's called Earwig and the Witch, and it's got this like really fun punk rock, you know, intro and music in it. And I like that part of it. But it was an hour and a half set up for a story that by the time they got to the real story, the credits started rolling. Yo, kind of like um Batman and Soul of the Dragon. Exactly, <laughs> where you're like, oh, this shit's about to And hold on. That you just took me to the Shadow Realm? And you're like, we're gonna fight forever. Credits. That's why I was like, yo, I, I was about to get that movie an A plus. No, I saw it A until that end. I was like, nah, this is damn near C now. Like, yeah. How y'all built me up. They all get together. You got Bronze Tiger, Tiger crying and shit. Like, I, right. Credits and no even post credit scene and them coming out or some shit years later. But nope, that's the movie. Man, and everything about that. You know what I liked about that? And this is a spoiler, folks, in case you haven't seen Soul the Dragon yet. But the fact that it was uh, Richard Dragon who got that final blow. Yes. Because it's Batman and the soul of the dragon. But the dragon... But then he's like, no, we're all the dragon. Nah, it's literally in it's, his name. It's you. It's You're, so it's obvious. You. He's dick dragon. It's very sweet that you say we're all Groot. That's, <laughs> that is so nice. I like how also Bruce was like, fuck Gotham. <laughs> I'm a fighter. I ain't gonna tell no I got the ancient blade. I'm about to go fight this demon forever. Fuck Gotham. He, he was that meme of that kid who just does the peace sign and disappears. <laughs> and they're like... I guess the I guess the villains run this now. Word. Which brings us to another toxic relationship. The cat and the bat. What? The cat. Oh, Catwoman and Batman? And the bat. Word. Or the cat and the spider, even. I know. Mm-hmm. Meow. Hey. Chihuahua. Wait, is that a toxic relationship? Meowth and Team Rocket? Nah. No, Meowth is a integral part of Team Rocket. Their relationship is healthy and gender fluid, and they were doing all sorts of stuff, not to mention blasting off. But also, <laughs> but also, James was in that toxic relationship. We found out in his origin episode. Yeah. We had that Growlithe that was protecting him from that bitch. Because <laughs> he was sensitive. He was a sensitive soul. He was easily hurt. Yeah. She was like, nah, you marrying me. Put this food in your mouth. Okay. okay. And that also explains why he's so submissive yeah. to um, Jesse as well. Because that's why he was brought in. Like, he'd be used to telling she used to make him put on her clothes to do dress up because she didn't want to do it with her dolls no more. Right. No, you put it on, boy. Put my dress on. Twirl for me. That is some fucking. Um, what? What's that? What's, what's a scary movie? That one with the Insidious, where uh, Chapter Two with the. Uh, yeah, oh, I didn't watch you, that one. you didn't watch that one. No, I only watched the first one. White people horror movies not for you. 
Ah, uh, they are because all of them are, but that not that's all of them. The, no. Get out. Ninety-seven percent of all horror movies are white horror movies. Actually, that's being generous. Ninety-eight point three percent of all horror movies are white horror. Ninety-eight point nine Magic FM. No, no partnership, no cosign. Go ahead and get, hit us up there, Magic FM, and uh, get a spon- get it, sponsor us. Yo, but um, yeah, what, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, Insidious, but no, it's just, just that style of horror, like the possession shit sure. doesn't tickle my personal fancy, so I won't knock them. I just know that's not for me, but I did like the first one, so it was just one of the things. I just never went back and watched any of them, any other ones that it came out with, but I heard good things about them. So maybe one day I'll get back on that train, then I have a better way to critique the whole franchise in its totality. Totally fair. Now, have we ever seen a relationship between a possessor and a possessee? Um... Beetlejuice? Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, uh... What a, nah, uh, Ghost doesn't count because that, he was already dead there and she, he possessed Whoopi Goldberg by just to speak to Demi Moore. Yeah, that one, that one not so much. I yeah. mean... Why... Mm-hmm. Why, why is there not like a, a, a romantic comedy about a demon who's possessing a human and they, they, they fall in love? Are, are, you, are you... Do you have one? You I just, don't, I don't. I'm sorry. Right? Demon possession. Because that's the thing, too. Like, I want to say there's something out there. I want to say it's kind of obvious. But it's not like, it's not like Chucky when the demon's in a doll. Okay. So the demon would have to go into a human's body, then fall in love with somebody. But wouldn't that be some Lucifer, Buffy-esque, like a demon? I I don't think so. Right? Ghost Rider? Does that count? Mm Mm-mm. Because no. Johnny Blaze is taken over by... No, nah, because it's Johnny Blaze that's love with Roxanne, not the mm-hmm. demon Xanthros or whatever. Even Mendez in that movie. Yo, even Mendez. Because every now and then, Hollywood has that one Latino... Like Hollywood always has that one black comedian that's the number one. They always have that mm-hmm. Latina mm-hmm. actress for like four or five years. And when she when Ghost Rider was out, it was... Uh, um, shit, even Mendez... Oh yeah, no, she was she was doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but too fast, too furious. Fucking dude, best one in the whole franchise. No, it's too fast, too furious. <laughs> best soundtrack, best movie. I will argue that till I die. You can, <laughs> you can say what you want. I will argue that till I fucking die. That's the best one. <laughs> it's the best one. I mean, I don't know because now now you said Eva Mendes, which makes me think of Hitch, and I don't know if their relationship was exactly healthy. Yo, you're right. right. Even um, Focus with Will Smith and Margot Robbie. That's still not yeah. healthy. He fucked that shit. Yeah. But they then, had too much chemistry in that movie. Uh, and we all know Will and Jada got that open-ass relationship. But then you... Well, they do now. Um, oh, they been. <laughs> I don't know. It was an, there's entanglements. He was, he was a Scientologist. You know he was open about Will everything. Will Smith was a Scientologist? His nigga was Tom Cruise. You didn't know oh, that? Will was that? Why oh, oh, you think Jada in the way he is? His father told him the Will You think After Earth was an accident? That's the origin story of the human species. That's <laughs> holy shit because Battlefield Earth. John Travolta. John Travolta shit. Will it live, die, repeat, Tom Cruise? You know, shh, shh. Independence Day? Independence, your mind. You're blowing my fucking mind right from now. From the thinking of the Earth realm. Just tell me Jeff Goldblum isn't one. I can't tell you for sure. Uh, See, I don't, I'm not privy to that knowledge. Well, next time you guys hang out, please you know, casually or, bring it up. Would you like to be that fly on the wall? Uh, yeah. Because he was on the movie yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Also, a toxic yeah. relationship where he's like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna, Yo. you're mine. Yo, he was, he was wild. He was, he, he was wild. He went to a fucking bar. You remember that scene? And oh, just yeah. breaks a dude's arm and then it's like, you're coming with me tonight. I'm like, 
you might want to go with him, girl. <laughs> Yo, Lou, that he's shit out, up. He's, he's out here breaking life. arms. Yeah, he's yeah. out here breaking arms. Breaking um, pelvises, no, cervixes. Cervixes. Cervices. Cervices. Slurpees. Word. Yep. That's racist. Yeah, I Shout know. out to Apu. <laughs> Those were called squishies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. <laughs> oh, they were. Uh-huh. Because copyright reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes all the sense in the world. But there's another movie that comes to mind, and it is, in my opinion, one of the most toxic, manipulative relationships I've ever fucking seen in Hollywood. And that's a little classic movie called You've Got Mail. Featuring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Was that the one that Dave Chappelle was in? Yep. Or I didn't watch that. It's basically two competitive bookstores. One's like, um, think wait, Barnes wait. and Noble. Bookstores? Bookstores. One is a Barnes and Noble type. The other one's like a local shop. And um, Megan, uh, Megan Fox. See, this is why white people bite black, um, bite black culture. Because y'all give movies about... Battling bookstores. Uh-huh. Who the fuck uh-huh. wants to sit through a movie about motherfuckers on bookstores but, but, beefing? But Dave Chappelle's in it. That don't count. Everyone, every for every hundred white people, there's one black person that reads. <laughs> so who's that one black person that sees that reads? He's the business partner. See? Yeah. <laughs> they let some of us know some shit. <laughs> and then they disappear to Africa. That nigga was on no pictures. No posters, no promotional items, or nothing. He wasn't like... <laughs> black friend. <laughs> Here's a book on the soul of food. Oh, God. Let me hear you this first edition by Maya Angelou. <laughs> I want that movie now. <laughs> Give me the movie from his perspective. You know? <laughs> Hold on. All my white friends doing it again. He's out here trying to have, have sexual relations with this person who he's catfishing online. Yeah. He's catfishing her. Before catfishing and then he, catfish. And then he, they end up together. Because that's supposed to be sweet. No, it's nasty. It's just like, oh, what you call it? Voyagers or passengers. It's passengers. He met her in a chat room and he's emailing her as like her friend. While then using that information to like. And speaking of catfish, I'm not going to go over my catfish story again on how I was catfish. Because I thought this chick was a roaring emo chick. But she wasn't. She was still a chick, but not who that she, doesn't she feel, was. Okay, that doesn't feel so much like catfishing as no, you had an idea of. No, like, that is catfishing. She, she Presenting herself as somebody else with a fake profile and going oh all, okay like right before me and Ross watched the movie finally because we saw the trailers and we thought like I said before we thought it was gonna be a horror movie that's like, what I thought too oh, it shit. kind of is it kind yeah, of is they, are they feeding motherfuckers a catfish is she really a catfish that's oh somehow like fucking the lobster or yeah. tusks and but fucking... no she was just some middle aged woman that was upset mostly with her life because. Her son had issues and all this shit. Then she created this whole fake profile and all she this shit. She wanted to use you to fuck out the demons? Hey, it wouldn't be the first time. My body, my choice. Because in a past life, you see. Nah. I was a geisha. I was telling people that last night. I was like, I had all to right. tell RJ and Kayla about that shit. It's like real spit. Like, <laughs> All right. Welcome to Daniel Talk, a podcast within a podcast. Bop, 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 bop. Kelsey, thank you for joining me today for Daniel Talk. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. A uh, quick question. When you were a geisha, what was your name? Kiyokia Sibayamorasa. All right. Thanks for joining me today, Kelsey. That's been Daniel Talk, a podcast within a podcast. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I got to recover after that one. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and I didn't make it past 18 years ago. <laughs> okay. I died early. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, That's the life of a woman. Oh, no. It was. Let me. Take it got it a lot. It got a lot less hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Rice pancakes. 
So, so go, <laughs> go ahead and uh, uh, take us out of this awkward moment with another one of your toxic relationships. Oh, Peter and Lois Griffin. That's fucking abusive. That shit is gross. It's <laughs> disgusting. It's not as, it's, first off, there's no love there, really. It's just a show to keep on going, but nah. Out of the time, Peter was out there being Peter, Lois being messy with her coach. Brian in the midst, cause that's a funny thing. Brian's not even a good friend. I know that's a funny thing about that shit. Like this whole time, you know, you think he feels Brian's the lovable dog, but then as the show progressed, I don't know, he purposely did it just to mix things up, just create new stories. But like, no, Brian's a scumbag, and he, yeah. I don't know, he turned to this a pretentious dick. And it's funny that Quagmire, the perv of everybody, is the Calls one that him the fuck out. And then you said it like, oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah. Quagmire's like, I, I'm open about how I feel. Yeah. I say it. You pretend to be his fucking friend. And you pretend to be a good person. Uh-huh. Do all this social political shit. Like, nah, you nasty. Like, when he, had, when he was talking about, oh, I stand for this. Then you got the weed, buddy. And then you start selling out. Right. Then you the books and shit. Well, and like, Quagmire's like, I don't pretend to be this shit. <laughs> That's why I don't like you. Look at you. Yeah, I like. I tell Peter I want to fuck his wife right in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> you're the sneaky motherfucker. Like, yo, jacking off in her sweaters and shit. You're the guy that, um, oh, it's almost too soon to make that joke. <laughs> You're the guy who waits for him to fall asleep before you make a move. Or I'm like, oh, he's not back yet? You know, I would have been here I would have been here, yeah. I'll at least give you a heads up. Oh, you look tense. Let me work those nice yeah, out you Let's back. get you nice and relaxed. Like, oh, that's all kind. That's a, it's not the worst Lois Griffin yeah, I heard. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, On the flight, it was good. It was no, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right now, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I, you can see how Seth MacFarlane can do good TV. I'm not saying Family Guy's bad. I'm just saying it's not for me anymore. Yeah, and it was a time point where, yes, when that was like the new type of oh, comedy totally. and it was fresh. But then I can't even tell you what season it started being stale. But something happened, man. It's it's it was, it was like maybe two seasons before the whole Brian died bit. It's when it oh, got when when like Meg uh, chews everyone out into storm and Brian's on acid. Maybe that or or, or when they start. Referencing their shit being hella meta, like all right, cutscene. Then it's just seeing much. them taking breaks. Like, yeah. ooh, I didn't. All right, all right, we're not gonna do a cutaway. We're, we're not gonna. All do a right, cutaway. well there it is. And it's just like, like, yeah. it, it was almost lazy. Yeah. But then you've got the shows that Seth MacFarlane does, like the Orville. I haven't got oh, Orville. I heard that was good, buddy. Especially being a Star Trek fan, you would. I think you'd like it more than Discovery, which is happening right now. And I heard that about Discovery too. But then again, the more people ish on something, I find the value in it. But then again, I haven't sat down and watched, and or I haven't sat down and watched a Star Trek series in God knows how long. Mm-hmm. So that might be low key refreshing. And then, but then, like for example, Cleveland Show. I love the fucking Cleveland Show. American Dad is way funny. American Dad is the for, best one. Yes, and still Seth MacFarlane. So it's like, how can you? Then that one, but I guess if you if you're spreading yourself thin, something's gonna feel the effect. For me, that would right. be Family Guy, personally. Well, and we, we see that you know, like I said before, you know, we see that with comics too. When you have a writer who struck you know gold, caught lightning in a bottle, and then everyone and their fucking editors like we need him on or her on six books. We need them to do this. All that creative juice that they put into that amazing book, like crossover, Donny Cates, amazing. Yeah, Donny Cates, even uh, um, King in Black right now is dope. His store is dope. But that's four books. But then, like I said, sometimes I get a writer and like, I love Bendis when he was on the X books. And I'll or say, even the Avengers books. Some of them were dope, but then some stuff he was writing, I was like, bruh. Do you even care the, about the, these characters? The one who I'm worried about the most right now is Hickman. 
Word, but he's just writing. He's he's the editor of the X books, but he's just wor- working on X Men right now. Okay, so he stopped doing New Mutants. Oh no, my fault. Yeah, he still no New Mutants still good. That yeah. shit still hit. Okay, yeah. okay. So he he's only on those two books for now. I just don't want them to take the writer of one of my favorite fucking series, East of West, and bleed him dry. Or he gets the message. Ah, so we're getting close to the end here. Um, but Kelsey, what, what other uh, couples you want to hit before we get there? Uh, shit. Um, do 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 do. Um, I don't really have any right now because now that I'm on the spot. Oh no, I take that back. Uh, I guess if we want to say some toxic ones that I like, um, I definitely would go with um Emma and Scott, Cyclops and the White Queen. Cause that was that was weird. That was weird, and it oh. And it's like, it was an unspoken thing that they all knew. Not only was Emma the rebound bitch. Yeah. She was the problem. She's the reason why he needed a rebound chick in the first place. And that whole shit, shit when Cyclops tried to tell Jean, like, no, nah, it's not really cheating. Seems it's all in my mind. Bitch, I'm like the number two telepath in the fucking world. Yeah. I know there was more because I could feel we have a report. Every time you was creeping off with they her. They don't exist like, without the other one knowing. Exactly, so I knew you was really enjoying it to the point like if this was real, you really like this shit. Do you think at some point while Scott was enjoying it, Emma was broadcasting how much she was enjoying it? Oh, like putting extra feed on the loop? Oh yeah, Emma's a petty bitch. She's, yeah, yeah. But then when her and Cyclops are on the same page working together in Tana, hmm. that was a powerful ass couple. Like, them motherfuckers got shit done and they put mutants first still. But even when it came to that... X-Men versus Avengers. And when they learn, once you defeat one Phoenix Five, that Phoenix Force goes into the other Force. It's like, well, there's time for more. And then when Scott and Emma got ba- banging out for that Phoenix, and Scott snatched that shit out of her ass. Like, Holy nope, shit. Give me that shit, Oh, my, yo, Scott is going You don't know go. how to control this because I control everything because I was the original one. I'm the leader. I'm the golden boy. Charles, don't even fucking look at me right now. I swear to God. Yo, Charles, he don't snatched even that shit fucking out look at me. I was like, yo, this shit got real. And then Charles sort of... Like Scott, something, something, something. When he had the full force, <laughs> then Scott and Scott, um, Scott and Professor X are battling in the astral plane, like you know, mental mm-hmm. battling and shit. But then in the real world, you got damn near all the Avengers and the X Men trying to fight his physical body as the Phoenix Force going on, and that's how strong the Phoenix is. Like he do that shit on both forms. Oh my god, yeah, on both planes of uh, reality and shit. And just for Charles Scott to be like, you know what, motherfucker, I did this shit for you, Charles. <laughs> I learned it from you, Dad. I'm doing everything you told us to do with our powers. We're making the world right for mutants. You know what? If you don't have, if you got a problem with this, nigga, suck my dick and kill this nigga child. That's when Cyclops like, ooh, shit. Now, like, <laughs> like me, did you have to go back and reread that page a couple times? Oh, yeah, like, that shit hurt. Wait a second. Because I know Scott didn't want to do that shit, but it's like, the, it's Gene all over again, like. And that's the thing, too. Gene killed a whole cosmos by herself. Scott killed this nigga Charles who dies. Every four years, like Wolverine or Gene. Oh, yeah. But does he die? Does he actually die? Exactly. So it's like, yeah, that's fucked up. But it's comics and he was possessed by one of the most powerful entities, not just in the universe, in all Can the reality. possessed, though? Yes, in all the reality. When it happened to Gene, she was possessed. When it happened to everybody else, was possessed. But for some reason, Marvel, like, painting, they just had to paint Cyclops as the new Magneto. I get that was leading up to this. But they did yes. his villain turn, quote-unquote villain turn, better than Game of Thrones did with my girl Khaleesi's. I'm not going to go through all her names I right knew now. you would. But I'm not going to do that. But Scott 
was on a path and the Phoenix Force took him over. And yet again, like I always say, Wolverine gets his mind wiped and gets brainwashed every other weekend and kills mad heroes. They always forgive Logan. But Scott does his shit once and he's the Osama bin Laden of mutants. Here's, okay, and we've talked about this before. We're talking about it right now again. Here's the reason why. Because Quagmire doesn't fuck around and pretend he's something he's not. Scott never did. Yes, he did. He's- oh, it was just in my mind, Gene. Ah, uh, sorry. Yo, that's pussy. I'm still a good boy. That's pussy. Oh, <laughs> I don't get my hands dirty, but Wolverine, can you be the bad guy? But he did, though. He was like, yo, Logan, come here, nigga. I know you're the best of you what you do yeah, right now. Yeah, we, but he we, kept that shit under wraps. Because he had to. Cause he did knew, he have to? He knew Storm and all the motherfuckers. Like, Who give? No, Scott. We were not. Gene would not have liked that. Okay, that is we, 90s animated X-Men. Back coming to my call now and come down you and wipe those thoughts for your mind, Scott. Well, damn, sugar. That sounds crazy. That's my rogue from the animated series. <laughs> no, like, because you know everybody, like, because X-Men don't kill, we're supposed to be heroes, but he But knew. he set them out to kill. But he knew it needed to be done. That's why. That's Cause what all this, No, because all this shady shit came to the surface. But I don't like that either, because people are like, I, I think Storm said, I respect this from Logan, but from you, Scott. Like, and you because, fuck Logan too, Storm. Don't give Scott okay, all that okay, shit. Okay, okay, but Logan was up front from the beginning. No, but even T'Challa, like, everybody's Storm. It just had to be him. <laughs> this. Because Wolverine's here like, and I'm about to do my Wolverine impression, hey, I fuck, eh? And he goes, oh, you're not going to do the Australian one? He goes, he goes, snick, snick, here comes my dick. Um, yeah, Wolverine was straight up about it. Scott wanted everyone to think that he shit rainbows. No, that wasn't his mutant powers. I know. So, but why, Matt, so, so why are you trying to convince everyone of that, Scott? He wasn't trying to convince Yes, nobody. he was. He's like, mm, look at me. I'm he so never perfect. Lied. He said what he's doing was for the rights of all mutants and their prosperity. And yet he comes against ever- Magneto and Magneto tries to do the same? Magneto was right. That's when Magneto was sitting there asking Scott, like, yeah, <laughs> do that shit. Yeah. Yo daddy ain't here. <laughs> you, remember, you remember when Charles died and I was running the X-Men mention? Y'all forget this world? Yeah, the bad guy runs. The Charles shit. rolled so Magneto could walk so Scott could run. Yeah. And Scott, Cyclops was right. No, Cyclops was not right. Yes, he was. Magneto he, was right. Scott gave, as the Phoenix Five, he gave the world what they said they wanted because it came from the muty hands. Oh, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. And then we can came, use that word, but that might be offensive to some of our like, listeners. Hey, you just can't give people um, free electricity and clean water and healthy living conditions. Is that what happened with Flint? Yeah. Shit. They tried to come in like, nope, we don't want you in Detroit, mutants. We don't want this Shangri-La, this paradise. This is flat scan territory. I, I know it's going to come with some type of strings and puppetry. No, that's what homo sapiens do. We the homo fuck do you superior. know in Chicago that talks like that? We're or homo superior. We're superior to y'all. And that's what it's about. Genetically speaking, we are the next step in human evolution. And I get that. And I agree with that. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Mutant and proud. Yeah. I got it on the shirt. Yeah. No. And I, I, hey. We're, we're, we're M Nation all day. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That, we Thanks start- to who? Scott Summers. No. He got that island no. rocking off the coast no. of San Francisco. Thanks to Apocalypse. And what did and how did Apocalypse stay alive? Cause he took over the body of Scott. Okay, he could have taken over anyone though. But he's convenience. Scott's body. Convenience. Hey, and convenience. Scott did his, and that's when Scott started turning that darker turn. Cause that essence, that that um proness, that pro mutantness of Cyclops never left his. Sure, but here's the thing: if you're gonna take over someone, take over the golden poster boy, especially the one who lies about himself being a golden poster boy, right? 
He didn't want it. It was thrust upon him. Head no, is, Emma, thru- Emma heavy, Frost was thrusting upon heavy him. Heavy as the head around where's the mutant crown. Yeah, and Beast is uh, strong enough to carry it. No, he is not. No, he's not. Beast would have let all the motherfuckers drown. Beast is an Uncle Tom. Beast would have got the Phoenix Force like, hey, Avengers, what's up? <laughs> Beast would lock everyone out of Krakoa if it gave him five more oh, minutes. Oh, you don't want to be a mutant? Okay. Yep. Oh, fuck me. Fuck me. But right. what about you, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, no. I think the most toxic relationship I can think of right now is you and Scott Summers. Yeah. That man would leave you to die on an island and you'd still be waving his flag. No. Oh, Scott is a man, but he has an idea. I would die for my ideas. Yeah, but don't die for someone else's. No, they're mine. Let right. alone a single-sided white man. They're mine. He's not a white man. He's a mutant. <laughs> See, look how you think. <laughs> it's the DNA that defines us. <laughs> X gene. Y'all can't see how many times we're throwing our hands up in an X, yeah. but it's, it's a lot. Yeah. I like how... Never mind. I'm not about getting that either. We're, we're trying to wrap this up. Go ahead. <laughs> um, shit. I'd say Tony Stark can damn near anyone he's dated, but where is that list at? <laughs> or it'd be like one of these... Yeah. And then the door opens by itself or, and it just rolls. Or we should say, who hasn't he fucked? Uh, She-Hulk, maybe? No, he did. He smashed that. That's right. Captain Marvel. Like, basically, any, any chick that was an Avenger for more than a day or two... He ran through that shit. And then when he threw that shit in Ultron's face, Hank Pym Ultron is like, yeah, me and your ex-wife, when I smack her, it's because she's literally asking for it, and here's our safe word. Like, yo. Pym particles. Like, whoa. Pym hand. <laughs> Keep his Pym hand strong. Yo. Um, I'm going to hit you with some real quick, because I think it was toxic, or at least it got to a level of toxicity. And that would be Little Murder. Yo. Clifford. No, you didn't, bitch. I did. No, you didn't, bitch. Yeah, I did. Was that tough? By the end, yes. No, Keyshawn and her evil Luke clone boyfriend, husband. That's, that was that was fucking bad. But there was a, this was a different level of toxic. Yeah, because it turned toxic once. It didn't start that way. Yeah, but once it was brought to Lil Murr's attention that his secret wasn't as secret, and he was trying to, and his boy, he was trying to tell him, like, bro, I get it, but you need to figure out what you're going to do. Because mm-hmm. if I spot this and the world gets a whiff of this, you have some things some things to answer for. I'm not saying, I'm like, you do your thing. You want to do that? Cool. But realize <laughs> everything comes to the surface at some point That's in time. Right. And then he got his feelings like, nah, we talking. We, you get out of here. And you just, damn. Okay, he got into his feelings because, because little murder, Curtis, didn't want to make the choice. He wanted the choice to be made for him, and instead of standing up for his relationship and picking that, he said, I don't know. I'm like, you were just at this nigga's grandma house that's growing what, up weed and smoking right? with his, gra- his blind Looking grandma. Looking at pictures on Taking the wall. Pictures, yeah. fucking, and, and that's when I was like, okay, he understands because Uncle Clifford had been saying, where are you going to take me? Hmm? Over this place where they, they killed two guys? Oh, yeah? For being gay? Yeah. For being gay? Yeah. Like, we can't keep fucking in your Coupe de Ville. <laughs> I mean, or in the back of the paint you can but at some point you're gonna need to reupholster that shit yeah for real and it looked like it was going the right way and then once he felt insecure threw away a very and good yeah, relationship cause she's like the hottest rapper in Mississippi so the next level is him getting a real promotion uh, not, a real producer getting signed to a label they're yeah. moving up that means more exposure that means he had to go start going places mm-hmm. people are gonna be more mm-hmm. curious about his actual life fuck yeah and, and you know there's no such thing as uh, privacy when you live in celebrity. That's true, unless you got wow. the monies. Mm. You got the monies. Yeah, okay, sure. But, mm, I don't know. 
So we're here at the end. Kelsey, um, out of these relationships, which one would you rank as your number one? Where can the people find you? And um, you think Apocalypse uh, touched himself when he was in Scott's body? I'm going to keep this shit quick as fuck. Get um, it, get it. Most toxic relationship. Edward and Bella. Enough said. You can find me, Kelsey Show. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and on YouTube. Also find our episodes of the podcast on the Escaping Networks YouTube page. And yeah, if Apocalypse did Apocalypse touch himself while he was in Scott's body, of course. Okay. I don't care how old you are. If your dick work, you're touching that shit. Hmm. I have so many follow-up questions. All right, Daniel. So what would be your number one toxic relationship? Where can the people find you? And, hmm, if you were, no, I already know the answer to that shit, so I'm not going to answer that question. No, no, ask it. All right, if you were Emma, who would it be, Scott or Namor? Like, I already know the answer as soon as I thought about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a little fishy, but, you know, them feet have wings. So that, there's your answer there, Namor. Uh, you people can find me on Facebook, <laughs> uh, Daniel Rojas, Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word where the O's are zeros. And, um, okay, my favorite toxic relationship is um, Mac and Dennis from It's Always Sunny. Because Mac's been in love with Dennis, you know, because he's in the closet for so long. But Dennis is an abusive sociopath. It's, Wait, they gay? No, oh. Mac is. Which one's Mac? Uh, the one who looks like Haley Joel Osment with uh, darker hair. Let's look back here. The one that be taking his shirts off and shit? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the bro one of the three? Well, he's, he's got the he's got the, the goatee and the, like the five o'clock shower with that dude. No, it's he it usually has like because Charlie Day. There's the other one, and then there's one with the Glenn black Howerton hair. who was on the NBC show. Yeah, that's not Mac. So there's three of them though. There's three, yeah. So it's not the one with the brown hair. It's not Charlie it's Day. It's the one with the black, black hair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He, yeah, he came out of the closet. Actually, I'll, I'll show you this really awesome video. Is he gay in real life? No, but he's, he's married to D. The chick on the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But cool. their, friendship, you know. their friendship, if that's what you can call it, their relationship is fucking abusive. <laughs> it's it's a whole thing. Oh, honorable mention, peek in the brain. Yeah, yeah. Kind of think something similar like that for Mac and uh, Dennis, if you would. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, except Pinky is also sexually attracted to Mac, or uh, the brain. Word. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's our show today. Thank you for listening. We're going to leave you with Spyworks by Married a Dead Man. We played their stuff a couple weeks ago. Make sure you check them out. They're really fucking good. Uh, shout out to Jamie. Shout out to Megan. Uh, give them a listen and let them know that we sent them your, we sent you their way. Uh, we will see you all next week when we start our new series. We love you guys and uh, looking forward to doing this again until we all die. Remember, folks, you are just so fucking hot. Where did you get that outfit? You're killing it today. And, of course, there can only be one chum bucket. Well, and remember, guys, when you're heartbroken and you finally get the strength to get out of that toxic-ass relationship, remember, you can always be an escapee. Stay on candy, y'all.